Damn, son, where'd you find this? No, it's just me. Uh, This is a little disclaimer before the episode starts. Uh, I got kind of high, and uh, sometimes when I get high, I start just talking out of my ass, and I don't think about what I'm saying. I just say it, you know, and it's, I apologize if it's kind of incoherent and I like say some stupid stuff, but it, it, it happens sometimes when I get high. I don't know what it is, uh, but this these two next comics on this uh, podcast, this is a very special podcast to me because uh, both of these guys I've worked with, both of these guys I love, these, both of these guys are very funny, uh, but uh, one in particular, Jeff, he's helped me out a lot. And he's seen me grow and he's given me like he's given me a chance and I really appreciate him for that. So this this is why this episode is very special to me. And uh, Tremaine's a cool dude, too. I just met him, met him like a year ago. We've been, you know, going out in the scene, working hard. And uh, I'm really proud of his growth and the things he's accomplished as well. But uh, I, I, I like this episode a lot. I think this episode is really good. It's gonna it's gonna teach you a lot, and uh, yeah, let's let's just start it. All right, all right, we're uh, back on the podcast. It's your boy Joe uh, Navarro. And uh, I have a guest that's on the come up right now. Been killing it in comedy scene, well, in the comedy scene. I don't know. It's been killing it. And we got another got another guest too. This is a this is the first three man podcast. So you know this guy's been killing it too. He's got his own show. He's been doing great. I'm just gonna say your names right now: Jeff, Joe, and Tremaine Mahone. What up, though? How's it going? What's up, guys? How y'all been? Hey, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a hot minute for everybody. This nigga Tremaine got on this motherfucking radio, radio voice right now. Late night <laughs> jazz Ooh. with your boy, with your <coughs> boy man. Smooth tones coming up. For Maxwell you. coming up tonight. Hey, don't do that. I'm telling you, I got that voice. <laughs> boy, think he got his voice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What is it? He's got a voice for radio, and he looks like Black Young Star. <laughs> young Star. <laughs> he said Young Star. Come on, man. You, you keep losing more and more points. <laughs> I practice that shit outside, too. Hey, I'm going to get man. this right. I'm going to get this right. Black Young Star. Black Young Star. I got to get it. Oh. The fact that you practice <laughs> <laughs> really bothers me now. I'm very bothered. I like Black Youngstar. I looked at his discographies, his songs, and stuff like that. I was, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reference this. This nigga knows right. his, he knows his catalog, but doesn't know his name. <laughs> Ain't that some shit? Knows the nigga catalog. Jesus Christ! Googled <laughs> everything on him. 
What's oh, your what's, all right? Name a black youngster song. You I put no yourself out. Since okay. <laughs> so you want to put yourself out, I just told him about it when he was up here earlier, bro. I tried to name the one song that everybody knows before. He was like, "Yeah, it's that ringing the bell." You know what like, you need to do, Joe? Whenever like black people start asking you about black facts and some shit like that, just be like, "Oh man, I'm from Hawaii. I don't know or some shit." You might be able to pass as that one. I'm from Hawaii, man. We hey, aloha, bro. Wi-Fi bad out there. <laughs> Don't know. Disconnected. What is it? You also got a picture of Nipsey Hussle, and I was like, yo, is that little Kiki? <laughs> See, we was going to keep that a secret for you. Now you just, we was going to keep that a secret for you. They can't even see the picture. You know I did that shit. I'm not going to lie. Oh, okay, that's the first thing, man. Accountability, man. All right. You take I wish you could have somebody call up here so they could just like talk about the shit that they just heard you man. just say. Just oh, this hey, who the fuck is that nigga oh, that's running that shit, man? Who the fuck is that? Get him out of here. You don't, don't listen to music. He said, what about Nipsey? Oh, shit. Dang, man. I should have covered up these little water bottles, man. It ain't like they paying me or nothing, man. Take their branding out, man. You know what I'm saying? They they ain't sponsoring your podcast. They not sponsoring the podcast. Yeah, that's true. We not even going to say the name brand. Oh, this, shit. Man. We not. Nope. Uh, you got technical difficulties. We green? Uh, yeah, I'm just checking. I'm like, uh, Tremaine, just keep talking. Because I, I don't yeah. know if you're too low. Because you're talking low earlier. And then, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you hear me? There we go. Cool. And my good brother. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could just edit this together that's but, great uh, all right three two yo okay so i gotta ask uh jeff how long have you been doing comedy uh okay jeff is a stand-up comedian so it's jermaine but yeah shit uh i think this year five i'm about to get to the end of the year five so it'll be six years i think in february yeah i think february will be six the start of year six for real. Yeah. Damn. You've done a lot in your short amount of time. Man, yeah, a lot of bombing, you know what I'm saying? Step by step, bomb by bomb, you know what I'm saying? You just got to go out there. I was talking to somebody. They was trying to talk about uh, starting to do comedy or whatever, do it at the bar. And I told them, I'm like, just accept bombing. Just don't fear it. Just go right into it. It's going to happen. Just take that dick to the face. And no, that's, not, that's, not, that's not a case. <laughs> Just take that bomb, baby. Just, yeah. you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, six years, about to be six years. Six years. God damn. What about you, Tremaine? Uh, shit, the same, bro. Six years, man. You know I'm talking to you, right? Yeah, I was looking at. Hello. I was looking at what was coming on the TV there. I'm sorry. Smooth sounds from the <laughs> Oh yeah. Hey, wait a minute! I need to watch that shit. Got that came You've never been on the podcast, and I can tell right now. <laughs> it's my second time. <laughs> I thought you did do. You did. Uh, you did something before. I don't remember whose podcast I did. I probably did do somebody's podcast. Because you was like, man, I was on there talking a bunch of shit. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Ken Mills. Damn, my bad. I did do oh, his yeah, podcast. Yeah. That's why I said I know Shout I did out, a podcast Ken Mills. before. Yeah, Ken Mills. Shout out. Yeah, yeah, Ken Mills. Ken Mills. That's the that's okay. the guy right there, man. He's connected. But, yeah, it's been five, uh, six years, man. So, um, did y'all start together? Tough. 
Yeah. Uh, I want to say, because I, I, I think I met you, like, my first year in. What, I think Tremaine got me about, like, a couple months or something like that. Because uh, I remember going to Keenan show. Yeah. That's the first time I met Tremaine. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Because we was doing, shout out to Keenan Stewart. Uh, K9. Oh, oh shit. That boy, he out in Atlanta right now. Oh, he in oh, Atlanta now? Yeah, he's doing this. Oh, yeah, I think I remember you saying, yeah, because I remember I uh, fucked with him when I was in L.A. that one time. But, yeah. yeah. He just dipped the fuck out, man. I was like, dang, bro, you ain't say nothing to nobody. Trying <laughs> to put you on the show, nigga. <laughs> so you just posted some shit on the Yeah, a farewell like, I mean, or something. I did it. I moved. I was like, damn, nigga. That nigga was, that nigga was running from something. <laughs> <laughs> Say, nah, y'all not going to catch me. I'm out. <laughs> but, yeah, we, that's when we started. Uh, that's when I met him. And then we started doing shows with, uh, who we started doing shows with? DK? Yeah. I want to say that's when we started doing shows with DK. DK and Keenan. That's when I started doing, like, the first few of my gigs or whatever. Yeah, they was the only ones that was really, like, really, really doing stuff. And then, like, little Daryl. Like back in that day. Well, that was well, I didn't even I was green to the scene, so I ain't know what all was going on. You know oh, what yeah, I'm saying? Boy, I used to go to every open mic that there was, but I wasted a lot of gas, but I just dropped. Oh yeah, it. for sure, for sure. That's how the game started. I know I used to hit by like two, three mics a, a week. I had that little um, work from home. Two, three mics a week? I mean a night, I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah. I was in the streets heavy. Oh, you were hustling. Oh yeah, heavy. I was in the streets heavy. I I was the one I would always get there. And I knew the game, you got to sign your name up early because mm-hmm. you're going to get bumped. Nobody know who you is. So if you sign first, second, or third, the likelihood you're going to go up in the first 10 comics. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. I would just go there. i go to all the mics. As soon as I get off work, uh, i pull up and go sign my name up at least. You know what I'm saying? Sign up yeah. first somewhere. Then I'll sign up like maybe eighth or something somewhere, knowing giving me enough time to get to wherever. But – that's all I would do. How long it took you, or did it take you, from doing that and then starting to get on shows? Oh, uh, I don't even remember the first show I got book booked on. Um, I wish I did. Matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, I think I started just putting on my own shows. Like I, at that point in time, I knew I was like, okay, I got all these mics, I can get five minutes or whatever. But I'm like, nah, I can just put on my own showcase somewhere. That's when I started doing contests. I I remember starting my own open mic somewhere, uh, Pennington Sports something, whatever, it was in Cyprus, because I used to live out there in Cyprus. And they finally let me do one little open mic, and I had a whole bunch of people. I had, like, at least about uh, maybe 40, 50 people come pull up for me. Damn. You talking about that so you think you're funny? Nuh-uh. Yeah. That, I just did that after that. Uh, the comedy contest, the hookah lounge. But I did the Pennison Sports Pub open mic. Uh, she let me have one night. The only thing about it, because they had a nice stage and all that, but they let you smoke cigarettes in there, so you leave that bitch and your eyes be burning and shit. You know what I'm saying? Ah, so, uh, They only let me do it once, though. I And that was the same night as the finals. Miami Heat was in the finals. And I had all them people pull up for me. It was dope. All them pull up for me. And I had no comics. The fuck? I had, like, maybe three comics total. You know what I'm saying? And I just got in the game, so I can't really just hold it down for, like, 20 minutes plus. At that point, I mean, 
I w- I was talking for twenty minutes plus, you know what I'm saying? But I but I you went all the way out in Cyprus. Groomed all- yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right down the street from where I stayed. It was off Highway Six. God damn. Yeah, then I started doing the hookah lounge contest. That's when I learned the game. I started putting on my own showcases just so I could have longer sets and have control. Because mm-hmm. uh, I ain't want to have to deal with getting bumped. And I mean, still did, but at least this night I can do my own thing. Yeah. So that's that's where I really just developed that mentality from. How much time did you do? Uh, what you talking about? At the, that spot. Man, I don't even remember. I know I, I, I know I ended up talking like maybe 20, 30 minutes for sure because I had no comics. So I had to just go <laughs> up there. It just, you Did know. you have the material? Uh, asking me now? Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> asking me now? Of course not. I didn't have the material. I just made something happen, though. I mean, it wasn't. Uh, okay, I, so I think that shows your natural ability because you were able to talk for 20, 30 minutes and just keep that shit going. Yeah, and I mean, I had friends in there and stuff, and I mean, it was an open mic. Like, some people still kind of, I think I had four comics total, but I know at the end, just kind of like I do now, I always end up talking at the end. Yeah. And I just kept, that night is a blur. I think the cigarette smoke, all the Newports and all the motherfucking shit. All the nicotine got you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember that shit. I don't even want to give Pennison's a shout out. Edit that out. <laughs> 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 Fuck them niggas. <laughs> they didn't let me back. Basically. Yeah, damn. That's wild, man. I mean, like, so you run a show now at Axelrad. It's called Punchline Mondays. You've been doing that for a minute now. How, yeah, how long you been doing that? It started off me and my boy Robert Turo. Uh, I think what Punchline been going on like two years now, maybe three. I remember when me and Turo um, approached it because really they had hit Turo's the inside plug, and then we just kind of collectively made it work. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, mm-hmm. me and him was doing Christian's tailgate open mic. Yo, I remember that spot. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna lie, it was one of the worst open mics <laughs> I've ever been to. <laughs> hey man, you better edit that shit out. Too. <laughs> edit that out. <though. laughs> At least I'm telling you to your face. Yo, uh, hey, man. Who, <laughs> hey, man. At least you did. Uh, man, I used to love Christian's tailgate. Christian's nah, that tailgate. shit made you work on your crowd work, for real. Oh, though, fuck. Bro, Christian's turned you to a man. That shit, that shit shaped you, man, as a comedian. Oh, it put some hair. Though, you know what I'm saying? It put some hey, hair on my chest. I'm like, like I'm get... talking shit because I always bombed there. I always bombed. Shit, who you gotta come in there in attack mode, bro. Like you gotta oh, just start shit. fucking with people as soon as you get in there, bro. That's how you get them on your side. Oh, the crazy and then thing you can is, start telling your jokes. I remember. Okay, that was the first place I ever met Jerry Carrillo. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. He just died. R.I.P. R.I.P. But this is this is the interaction I got with him. Okay, I've been doing comedy maybe six months at the time. I started showing up at your spot. I see him one night. He's drunk already. He's already drunk. Oh, yeah, and we'll kill, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that dude could drink. So he's already drunk, right? Then he starts ordering drinks. He gets a shot in the beer. We start talking. I'm just meeting him for the first time. Hey, I'm, I'm Joe. What's your name? Oh, I'm Jerry. And he starts talking about his job, right? And he's like, yeah, I got to turn my phone off. They're listening right now. I was like, what the fuck? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, this is my work phone. I got it on me right now. I got to turn it off. Look, let me take out the SIM. Let me take out the SIM right now so they don't listen to me. I know they're tracking me. 
And at that point, what? I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> then I started talking to him more. I'm like, okay, so do you do comedy? He's like, I've been doing it for years. I'm like, how, how have I never met you? I just don't go out. But I'm fucking a killer, bro. I fucking kill, bro. I'm, I'm one of the best. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? He goes on stage. He's fucked up. He just starts talking to his family. <laughs> It's like, hey, Jeremy, big fucked up, boy. That boy, He's Jerry, man. <laughs> he doesn't, he can't talk. He's slurred. He, and people are like, who the fuck is this guy? Then he gets off, and you call me up right after him, and I'm like, hey, sorry, guys. I just want to apologize for my deal. He just gets fucked up sometimes. <laughs> Crowd laughs, and I'm like, all right. I'm in the room. <laughs> Man, shout out Jerry, man. Jerry shout was cool, out. man. Jerry would come to Christians. I mean, he would, uh, cause he had a group of guys that he would meet up with there on Wednesdays, and they would talk about like sketches and stuff. And I remember I go over there and talk to him about potentially trying to work on something, but we ain't never do nothing. But he had like four, five dudes that was really like there, like you know, supporting, trying to figure out ideas and shit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, whenever he would stick around and do the mic, man. Sober, he'll go up there and do his thing. But, man, it wasn't nothing like drunk Jerry, boy. <laughs> it was nothing like drunk Jerry. Woo. That shit would be so funny. Just like you said, you he'll be slurring and all that. But, I mean, it would be so funny because you just know. <laughs> it's just naturally funny guy, man. Christians, man, shout out. Nah, fuck Christians tailgate. I ain't shouting <laughs> niggas out of you. <laughs> they canned me. <laughs> they canned me in Turo. So oh, piggyback man. on what that was. Uh, hey, they formed a coup. Oh man, <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah, they did pick up. They picked up somebody else too. Because I would always try to be nosy. Like I'll, I'll make a sneaky trip to Christian's tailgate when I find out somebody else got the room. I'd be like, let me go see what it is. I remember I pulled up, and um. They would, somebody else had the room. I can't remember. I want to say I got there at like nine o'clock, mm-hmm. and uh, it was empty. And it was like, yeah, it's already oh, it's already over. What, the fuck? <laughs> what did they? They had one comic with. I don't know, but uh, man, Turo ran Christians for me. Cause shout out Turo. Cause Turo, uh, big shout out to Turo. Cause Turo um was hosting it. What it was Padilla's room at first. Uh, it was Padilla's room. Uh, this you was, remember Stephen Padilla? I remember Stephen, Padilla. Shout out Stephen Padilla too. Shout out. Uh, I remember Padilla. I just was, he was before my time because I never really met him. Or oh, yeah, him. you weren't in the game yet. I wasn't in the game then. They, they, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you remember St. Dane's? Yeah. So I, they I heard to, about St. Dane's. I don't know. I, I never was there, but I Because, yeah, Padilla it. ran St. Dane's, and he yeah. had a hand in Christians, too. And uh, he would have Turo run that hole pretty much for him. And I remember, I mean, that's why I started off a lot with them. Yeah, I got in the game a lot with Turo. That's why I always uh, uh, fuck with Turo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, uh, for a lot of shit he did for me in the, in the jump. He was the first dude to give me the host, like, give me a, the green lights to host somewhere. Because um, I remember Padilla uh, had a contest at um, Traffic. You remember Traffic Premium Lounge? Did you do some shit at Traffic? Man? You know we're on a podcast, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 the boy over there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she hit me back. Uh, no, no. no I'm, oh. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I, I'm still working, too, at the same time. So I forgot to tell you that shit. 
Oh yeah, uh, fire this nigga, man. Yeah, <laughs> employee of the of the year right here. <laughs> What's okay. your ID number? I do apologize about that. Don't bring that. <laughs> scratch that from the record. You know what I said? Sugar had to do a lot of editing. Yeah, yeah. on this shit here, brother. Yo, once you see the video, they ain't gonna work <laughs> about yeah. this part. Hey, you, just mute, you just mute that part out. Mute it out. Yo, like, where's your computer? Your, man, your supervisor's gonna be like, time. Damn, Why? We got him right here. We got him. We got him. We've been Why aren't you at your cubicle? <laughs> do work though. That's the thing about it. Like, oh, he looked down. He looked down. He looked down. I saw. This him. is a work podcast now. He, he it's a work podcast. Yeah, yeah. He, looked, he looked down. Yeah, looked down. <laughs> I, I can see him in I his. Super- looked down. He, hey, he I can see you in your supervisor's office. I look. I looked down. I looked down. I was doing work. I was doing work. See that? That's when I was responding to. It. That's when I was responding. Make sure Time you put day. that in, in the report with everything else. I didn't do nothing. Nah, I was remember asking if you remember the Traffic Premium Lounge. Oh hell yeah, man! Did you do that a show at Traffic? That was my first show. Yeah, you did a show at Traffic. Right? That was your first show. Yeah, like Keenan had put me on his first like Traffic. Well, it wasn't his first show, but oh, I remember my first show. Now I ain't get paid, but like my first, I think showcase shout Adam Bob, Adam Bob, shout out and Adam Nitra. Bob. Shout out to Adam Bob and Nitra. It was Nitra's show. And he had me come do a spot on Nitra show. Shout out to Traffic. That was a long, long ass time ago. I don't even tell none of them shitty ass jokes no more. God damn. The uh, Christian's tailgate, though. The, what You was asking me about Axel Red. I think I was telling you about how Axel Red. <laughs> yeah, how it got started with you and Tyrell. Came about. Because, yeah, yeah Tyrell, uh, we got canned from Christian's, but not too long after getting canned from Christian's tailgate. Uh, I'm sorry, Christian Smellgate. We uh uh Devin, shout Devin, Devin uh emailed us, um emailed Turo saying that Axelrad was inquiring about having a comedy night, and he was in the loop of the contact somehow, and he referred us. Uh, so me and Turo just started stalking Axelrad. <laughs> <laughs> we just started stalking Axelrad. We would go there like damn near every week because they kept saying they were interested in it, but they're doing construction upstairs, so mm-hmm. they had to finish with that before they would even green light anything. And I mean, we sat there and watched them motherfuckers put every brick on that building. We was at that motherfucker like every week, waiting to see what was up. And yeah, then, damn. um, shit, we had to set up like an audition. I set up an audition whenever we finally got to talk to one of the managers. I was like, oh, yeah, I got to see us. You know, we could get y'all video or see us in person. Um, I told them I could do a spot at Avant Garden. Uh, Brito run it. So I was like, man, Brito, let me give you some uh, some flowers. <laughs> <laughs> give me a Turo spot. Me and Turo need a spot. And uh, he gave me a Turo spot. And manager, uh, uh, the owner, I think he's the owner. He came. He watched us. And uh, the rest was history. We started doing punchline. God damn, that's crazy, man. Yeah, man. So, wow. if anything, uh, you comics want to know about getting into the game and uh, getting yourself a room, stalk them. <laughs> <laughs> Nonstop, every day. Every Even if day. They put a restraining order on you. <laughs> that's when you just have to, you Fight know, through it. Throw paper planes at the building after that from whatever distance it is. Be like, yeah. I told him I said this. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody send your message. Oh, 
Like Tremaine, like when, how was it when you first started? Oh man, it was tough, man, because it was like, uh, it was it wasn't that many comics like when I first started, like how it is now. It's like everybody's a freaking comic, and it's like everybody was like really good back in the day too. So it's like you would just go to different open mics. Like I started like with the underground comedy mics, like you know, Lil Daryl and them, and then uh, like. Uh, what's the dude's name? Dang. Mike Worm. Shout out to Dope, Lil Daryl, Mike up. Worm, and you know what I'm saying? Leroy and them, and then Shabazz and all of them. Leroy. Like, started with all of them and stuff. And I mean, they kind of, you know, they really pretty much guided me through like most of the time when I first started. They was like, Shabazz was the one to put me on his sec- my second show. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know what I'm saying? That's why I always, you know, show him love all the time because, you know, he embraced me when I first started. I remember going to Bad Spot. You went to Zanzibar? Yeah. yeah. I used to go there, too. Like, that was, like... I went there one time. That was, like, my first... Yeah. Well, it was, it was like, actually going down when I was going there. Like, it was about to close. But it was actually popping before that from what I heard. Like, from what everybody used to say. Like because yeah, when I went, it was, like, five years ago. Four or five years ago. And it was fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah, I caught it towards the end because I know I think my second day doing comedy because the first time I did comedy, well, technically my first time doing comedy was in Kansas City. I don't want to talk about that, <laughs> but uh, well, you, you got you got warrants in Kansas. I might. <laughs> <laughs> you know you do the way you pause. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. Should I should I cover your your face right now and let's like lower yeah, your gonna voice? To, you gonna have to edit this shit out for real. <laughs> I'll just edit no. you out <laughs> the whole podcast. Yeah. They gonna be behind and you while you edit I gotta shit. edit him out because of his job. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just me on the podcast talking to nobody. I did some things in Kansas City that I'm not proud of. Nah, I'm gonna send that. I'm gonna send him the video. I'll be like, you see, I, I looked down at my phone. You know, I did. I was working. I was working the whole time. You have to understand me. Yeah, Kansas City. Uh, that's the first time I did comedy. Technically, uh, I went on stage at open mic. That's why I first discovered open mics and shit. I went there, uh, did some random open mic where they make you do the bucket drawer, and they called me up, and I just had that mind state like, man, I'm funny, man. I'm just gonna go up there and just talk shit, blah 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 blah. And I had one joke, you know what I'm saying? I said I'm gonna just tell this one joke, and then I'm gonna go through and uh, just talk. I told that one joke, I didn't get a laugh, and I walked right off stage. Oh, shit. Got out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, just one joke? (laughs) You know the saddest part about it? What? I still remember the joke. (laughs) (laughs) That shit would not let that nigga go, bro. Okay, what was that joke? Oh, God. So you remember uh, Vine used to be a thing at the time. Mm-hmm. Remember before TikTok, it was Vine, and I remember saying that uh, I was like, "So uh, I was at my grandma's house, and I was like, hey, grandma, come here so I can shoot this video for Vine.' Vine, I'm too old to be swinging on a Vine, but I used to swing on your granddaddy Vine all the time." <laughs> And that's when I knew I should quit comedy. <laughs> that's my time. <laughs> hey, y'all been lovely, y'all. 
Still gets the same. Still gets the you same gotta reaction. Know to get out. You gotta know when to get out. Right? You gotta know when to get out. You know what? My only goal now in comedy is to make that joke work. <laughs> I'm gonna figure out a way to make that joke work. We're gonna do so many jokes. Man, fuck y'all, man. I'm out. Dog. All right, no, man. That's that's I'm, I'm going, man. See y'all later. Y'all ready for y'all next comedy? <laughs> he only been up for like 30 seconds. The fuck? Yeah, they so. ain't feeling it, man, because they weren't feeling the joke. But I'm a real one liner comic. The full circle about that shit, not too long after that, I moved. No, I'm sorry. Immediately after that, I moved out of Kansas City. I left and got a flight. No. <laughs> that one joke. I left the city. <laughs> I left the Yo, city. Too bad. I got to leave. Walking on the street. Hey, you that one joke, man. <laughs> Uh, he, he told that one <laughs> joke. What? 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 what, what? Broke my yeah, lease, no. <laughs> sucker. Broke That's my the lease joke for you. Give <laughs> <laughs> the joke. Uh, got right out. Oh, he's oh, a comedian. Is he funny? He got one. That, that one joke though. He got that one he got that joke. One. And his grandma a freak, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about some vine shit. <laughs> But, um, yeah. Uh, the funny part about that, I didn't do comedy again. I actually went back to the open mic, put my name in the bucket, didn't get picked. Uh, I guess they knew knew better. But uh, ended up moving back to Houston. Um, I ended up working one job, moving to another job. Met this white dude, uh, named Chad. Shout out to Chad. Uh, Chad was like, "Hey man, you guys need to go with me to this wing night. He needs to go eat wings. They're cheap. They're really good." Thursday night at St. Dane's, and uh, that's when I used to do the open mic. So mm-hmm. I'm eating wings. I see Padilla yeah. start setting up the room, and I see comedy night, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And then uh, I went back the next week trying to ask him for a spot. Padilla hold me and was like, nah, we ain't got no room for you, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I still hold that grudge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I didn't get to pop my cherry back then. I think um, I couldn't find another open mic until uh, Thursday because I couldn't get on at Rutgers on Monday. I found uh, next Tuesday I ended up at Improv, and that's the first time I hit the stage. At the Improv? Mm-hmm. Was it the, That's the first time I did a full five minutes. Was yo. it the bar mic or the... Nah, I was on the stage. Yo, that, was, was that was a time, dog, when they had the bar mic and the, like, the yo, mic I remember and the, that, yeah. like, in the improv stage. Yeah. Like, man, that shit yeah. was a dope time, man. For, for most of those. I wish they would bring that back. No, uh, you know what? Yeah. You know what I wish they would bring back? The actual open mic. Because they don't... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, dog. Like, that okay. shit was... Shout out to improv, though. Yo, there was, a, there was a Houston comic that posted something about the improv and they're talking about how they don't book local comedians. The next week, they started booking local shows again. See, I saw that post and then I was like, nah, like, I got an email from them, like, two or three days before that they was trying to put on a local showcase like they was already doing that before he posted that i just didn't want to get on the internet and crush everybody's spirit like it no was, they was already bubbling wrong. The way. it's, wrong. it's Yo, just the irony this, like, now, somebody messaged that comic because like, hey was that you the one that said something it was like yeah well they're doing it now thank you thank you for that he got like, everybody fuck? convinced <laughs> like my nigga like 
I think because uh, I think he posted that shit. I mean, he might as well say who it was, Antonio. Antonio Aguilar. Because yeah. I think Antonio posted that shit. Yeah, shout, uh, out, shout out, Antonio. He's been on. Because I was laughing. Because I just be lurking on Facebook. I'll be paying attention. Day they posted something about him being insane or something. This shit was hilarious in the comments <laughs> or some shit. Uh, <laughs> Shout out it was, Michael Day Day. it was so co- it was so coincidental though. It was just coincidental because uh yeah uh we were supposed to do a show um the day after Christmas. They was trying to put on a local show, and I think they was trying to do something before that, but they they scrapped them. So that shot improv. They out here. They've been trying to look out. Shout out Antonio sure. for trying to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Try to put effort in the shift yeah. to the scene. Everything's coincidental, though. That shit. Motherfuckers yeah, thinking a Facebook post shifts the culture <laughs> and shit. <laughs> Man, my voice. <laughs> my voice shifted. I have a following now. Nigga, it was 30 likes on that shit. <laughs> uh, this is crazy. But the thing is, like, I haven't seen enough local comics booked at the improv i've uh, seen a couple here and there but they just it just seems like they don't really do that i mean if you don't want to talk about this we don't have to no nah, i'm not no pussy yeah. uh it's business i mean like i saw the podcast you're off the show <laughs> <laughs> you I'm kiss the rest of your shows <laughs> goodbye <laughs> we got work <laughs> <laughs> nah um I think, of course, we can always say they can do more, right? You know what I'm saying? We can always mm-hmm. say that the improv could do more to the local comedy scene. Uh, at the same time, uh, that's a real mainstream room, you know? So, like, weekends are pretty much covered by mainstream acts. Well, they, I- not bringing, I mean, they not bringing up local comics for those shows. They bringing their own talent in, so... You got to cancel out Thursday through Sunday unless you get the one-offs. And they have local comedians that are getting booked. You know what I'm saying? It's just improv is way more pickier and choosier than the secret group. I'm going to say now because whenever Joe was running it, that's when they had the mic at the bar, the mic in the showcase and stuff like that. And they were booking more local comics back then. And Joe was constantly preaching – to the comics, bring people. This is not a profitable night. You guys are responsible for making this shit continue and carry on. Like, yeah, that's probably why they don't have the open mic on Tuesday. It ain't. It's not even worth cutting the lights on. Sometimes that shit will be workshop. Sometimes, yeah, we had good nights, but sometimes it would be work. I mean, they could do more. They could figure it out. I mean, it's a business at the end of the day. You got to try to make your money. Yeah, you know what I'm at saying? The, at the mic is where. Uh, the manager would see somebody and be like, oh, they're pretty funny. Let me see if I can give them a guest spot on a show or something. And try you know? harder now, nigga. Yeah. Like, is that's just the way it is. Like, don't just get stuck up in this scene. Like, go somewhere else and do something. Do shit at other venues to get your recognition from that place. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'll... <sighs> but, like, we only have the improv and the secret group. That's all we... Ha- Those are the only clubs that we have right now. No... Nah. You got Comedy Lounge. You got... Comedy Lounge. 
See, that's urban circuit. Yeah, that's a different circuit, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's sad that it oh, even got to be a dude. Speakeasy, too. You know what I'm saying? I was going to bring that up, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got other places doing weekend stuff that's, like, looking out for locals, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's levels, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, improv, like, yeah, they could do more. But don't say that they not. And that they uh they just picking and choosing who they want, just like secret ju- uh, group pick and choose whoever the fuck. Secret secret juice. Juice. <laughs> whatever juice. the fuck, nigga. <laughs> just like the secret juice. Secret juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like secret group to. pick and choose. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody get clicky. Yeah, it's a true. clicky game. You know that's what I'm true. saying? You just ain't. For the longest, I know, being a younger comic, I would take it personal that, like, why I'm not getting a call. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's I still feel like I don't even get a lot of calls from improv like that. But, like, you got to take the personal stuff out of it. Like, if you really look at it from a business perspective, we're all literally almost the same. You know True. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, who in here is selling out? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Unless you Jesse Payton. You know, Jesse Payton yeah. putting asses in seats like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why he going to get a different kind of credit to it in pool. You know what I'm saying? But, but that's has, business. Yeah, he has credits, though. What you mean? Like, he was on that BET contest. Oh, you know, he's talking about when he did the Sway in the Morning shit. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's been out here grinding. Like, so, but I mean, a, like he's been doing. He said a BT contest. <laughs> you see, I don't know shit about <laughs> urban culture. Sway in the morning, you uncultured swine. I know. I look. I know a little <clears throat> bit, but I don't know a lot. Obviously not. You yeah. just fucked up three times. Three times. That's that's the third. A lot of right shit, there. man. All right. Well, but that's been the podcast. I'll jump on this guy. It. I guess. <laughs> we ain't done, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck your life. I'm not gonna post this one. No. <laughs> this is staying in the vault. But regardless to all the shit, and who's to say I'm right with whatever I'm saying, you know? But uh, you gotta take the personal out of it. You just you have to take the personal out of it. Point blank. Period. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, uh, it's a fucked up business sometimes, and it's a business of opinions. You're in the business of opinions. What do you mean by that? Your success is based off somebody's opinion of how they feel about your work. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you just might not be, you might not tickle that fancy or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just might oh, it's not. it's based on their preference, like what they think is funny. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like. But the more exposure, exposure you get. The more people will see you and the more fan base you're going to get because they're like, oh, I like his humor. I'm going to follow him. Work. Don't cry. Yeah. You just got to work. Sitting there tripping off of gigs and shit. I do it. We all do it. You know what I'm saying? It's natural. You're a human being. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be like, why is that person getting picked and not me? Like, what happened? But, I mean, you sitting there worrying about that ain't going to do shit for you. That's true. Shit is a waste of time. Just work. Go out there and prove it a whole nother way. You may have to prove it a whole different way than Tremaine had to prove it. You know what I'm saying? Or Jeff Joe had to prove it. Like, you you might be held to a different standard to get in the door. But when you get in the door, you bust that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the end of the day, it only matters what you do under them lights. When it's time. When you get your shot. 
You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you could bicker, bicker, complain, and then you finally get it and you go out there and flatline. That's happened many times. So if you go out here and get all your scars the right way, going out here getting your hands dirty, you know, when the time come, you know, you'll be right. So how many times a night? You said you used to go two to three times a night, just do mics and shows and stuff like that. So you're were you going out like what five seven days a week? Yeah, I could damn near give you the schedule. I know I think Monday would be PJs, and then I know Dusty wouldn't book me at Ruds for the longest in the beginning, so it took me forever to get <laughs> <laughs> to finally get over there. I would go to PJs and I go to Duck Off. That was Leroy's spot. Uh. Leroy had uh, the duck off, and I can't remember because they switched locations at one point in time, too. I might be tripping, but they used to be my Mondays. That was Monday, right? Duck off was Monday, right? Yeah, it was Monday. I think he might have switched to Tuesday at one point, too, though. Or yeah, he used to have uh, something that's there. A- yeah, yeah, he What's did switch it Tuesday. Cause that Kero's, was, it was yeah, Kero's and then that. Yeah, because see, yep, because that used to be the Tuesday. Tuesday used to be heavy night because Tuesday you could get like almost three, four stages you do it the right way. Because yeah, me and Jay uh, Fogel, shout out Jay Fogel. Shout me out. and Jay Fogel was in the streets heavy. Was Duck Off Ghetto? I heard some shit about that spot. <laughs> <laughs> I heard some shit. Was it a black room? Yes, Joe. This was a spot where I heard they pulled guns up at you. I think this was the spot. It was on Tuesday night. It was after Caro's, and it was close by. I'm glad I wasn't there that night. I yeah, so a comic told me about that. He was like, bombing, and this dude put out a gun. He's like, what the fuck are you going to do? I don't know. Shit, man. Shit could happen sometime, man. But no, I don't want to give that type of label. Uh Mondays would be that Monday would be two night two mic night for sure. Tuesday you got improv, hit improv up, hit uh boondocks up, um uh K Rose, uh sometime I float in K Rose sometime and then duck off sometime too, because I think they I wanna say they did the Tuesday night shit too at one point. And then um I forgot where else the fuck I would go on Tuesday. I feel like there's another stage I'll hit that I'm missing. But try to hit all them hoes up. Wednesday, I had my shit at Christian's. Go right there to Darwin's, too. I would sneak out of there and go to Darwin's sometime and give me a spot. And then you had um, the Bilingual Center. Mm-hmm. They Poncho Claus. Poncho Claus. Yeah, big shot Poncho Claus. He just did my podcast. He was the last. Uh, oh, he was one. on the last one? He was on the last oh, one. Oh, yeah. shit. I'm going to have to see what hoes y'all was on there talking about, man. What are you talking about him? I'm talking about his life and all this shit. It was good. It was a good podcast. It was informative. Okay, man. Yeah. You know, Poncho Claus got the ho ho hoes. The Wednesday shit would be decent, though. Bilingual Center. I would try to hit all them hoes up. It, I know it's. You can't do it every time, mm-hmm. but the majority of the time, I can get me two, three every night. Thursday, St. Danes, if you could get on the Avant. I remember Gabe would never put me on the Avant. Uh, that was when Avant was, like, popping. Yeah. Damn. I think he – and then I think the one time he finally did put me on the Avant, man, uh, the one time I finally got a spot on the Avant, my first time, I bombed so hard. I was so pissed. I couldn't believe it. What the fuck? You know, it'd be them nights where you go and you do, you hit one spot, you did your set, that whole worked. You come back, 
to another spot, do the exact same shit, and the shit just does not connect with the crowd. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, how is this shit happening? <laughs> and then I just see Rich Williams over there, sour-faced on the side and shit. It's like, you know what, motherfucker? All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rich used to always talk shit uh, whenever he was next or something. Yeah, you ran in your crowd. He used to try to say some little shit, slick shit. Yeah, that's what why I always be... Shout out to Rich. That's why, I always, <laughs> that's why I always give Rich shit every time I see him. Um, you running the crowd away, man. God damn. What you do? <laughs> that, that, shit, that shit happened at Boondocks one time, too. I remember it was a packed-ass night at Boondocks. Just left improv. Ripped that hoe. Uh, come to Boondocks. Do the exact same set. Crickets. It ain't nothing worse than when they just staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> they just staring at you and you trying to be, you just decide to be even more animated with the joke just to be, you just hear the, the air just go out the room and shit. Or you can hear the Some bartender. asshole always just cough out of nowhere bro, in the back somewhere. <laughs> like, fuck. All right, that's my time, y'all. <laughs> the worst one be whenever you hit that punch, or you try to hit a punchline, and then, uh, oh, no, you get to the punchline of the joke, and you waiting for the laugh, and then you just start hearing the bartender shaking up a drink. <laughs> <laughs> just start hearing them. That's the worst. Like, Damn, oh, that's shit. fucked up, bro. But yeah, that used to be my circuit, though, Thursday. I started doing my contest on Thursdays, too, the hookah lunch. You give me a blast for the past. I ain't even thought about these thoughts in a long ass time. <laughs> I used to be out here grinding, yeah, I mean, though. That's yeah, why yeah. I, these comments, they got to work hard, man. You got to be out here moving in the streets. We weren't out here on no play play shit. We was out here. Every night. Really out here. Bombing. Bombing, <laughs> yeah. Hans. That was Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Hans was Wednesday, too. Oh, shit. Okay. I, I don't know if you remember going on. No, I don't remember that. That's where uh, Hans kind of taught me the open mic sign-up game because uh, that's when I knew you just had to get there early. You had to be the first one to get to that list because back then, all the comics that was clicked up back then, they used to do whole shit. They used to, like, have one person come sign, like, 12 of them up. Oh, they still do that shit. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. That's they the... still do that shit. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they used to do that shit at Liberty, didn't they? They used to do that shit. They do, they do it everywhere now. Yeah. And what they do is they message somebody that's like, hey, can you sign me up? This, is and that. I got oh, you. Oh, man, they used to have groups. Uh, oh, they still got I groups. I remember I was in a group chat with a few comics. And then I left the chat immediately after one of them said, fuck me, and then signed me up for Boondocks one time. I was like, bitch, I'm going to remember this. <laughs> I'm going to hold that grudge. Yeah. I'm petty. Yeah, <laughs> damn. Yeah, damn. Like, this, it, open mics are still like that. You still got to grind. Uh, but, like, I started in a different scene. I was like, you guys know about the urban scene. I know a little bit about it. And I know there's a there's a difference in, like, some, I don't know if you would refer yourself as this, but do you see yourself as a crossover comic? I'm a comic, bro. I tell jokes. Because I know you, you've heard that before, right? Oh, he's a crossover. He can do either rooms or whatever, <laughs> just any room. I would think people would categorize me in that sense. I mean, I always just wanted to be able to uh, make everybody laugh. You know what I'm saying? 
uh, I mean, but there is a difference between a white audience and a black audience, Hispanic audience. There is a difference. And you can tell, like, either it's the jokes or the performance, but uh, you got to switch it up, right? Nah. Nah? You shouldn't. You should just be able to go up there and do you. That should be your goal, uh, in my opinion. Because I've seen some black comics try to do white rooms and just bomb. Yeah, that should be happening. Uh, they get in their head, thinking you got to be different for the white people and shit. I say nigga just as much in front of them as I do us. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just got to do it the right way, though. I mean, I know that's going to sound fucked up, <laughs> but... Nah, I want to be able to make whoever the fuck, you know what I'm saying, gravitate to what I do. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not going to I don't go up there in front of white people and like tiptoe, you know, like trying to be I can't even get my words right, but I'm not going up there trying to be right. Uh, white, I go up there being me. You know what I'm saying? Uh every room if it's an all black crowd same shit like i know if i'm in an all black crowd i can't do all the jokes where i make fun of white people you know yeah. just do the other bits you know what i'm saying like switch it up in that sense but i'm not gonna switch me up you know you shouldn't do that i don't think anybody should do that no matter who the fuck you're in front of don't switch yourself up that's you fucking up it's about building your audience anyway mm-hmm. so you go take away from yourself when you're supposed to be building yourself as a comic and the people are going to gravitate to how you are as a comic, you know, not how you tiptoe around. Like, if you go tiptoe around on some comedy shit, I think it should be if you get booked to do clean or something, which I hate. This, that uh, comics don't think I could do clean. <laughs> <laughs> I like you switched it up on. I don't like yeah. doing clean like that, though, anyway, but... uh. Cause that, that's the one time you really got a tiptoe. Am I right? Or yeah, yeah. Well, I was saying like you know it's always been like other comics always think that it's easier to make white people laugh than it is to make other audiences laugh, and it's like bro, like it's kind of hard to make them laugh sometimes too, bro, because you know they're not just easy like everybody thinks it is. Because like a mm-hmm. lot of some of the the other black comics like think that oh, you're doing the white audiences, and that means you're just doing it like, and it's easy, because you know it's not easy. It's hard to make them, it's not hard to make them laugh. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, when they get, like what he was saying, when they get to the white rooms, they don't know how to like, be themselves in the room. And so they think that it's easy or whatever, like what I'm saying. Well, they don't know how to relate. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, like it's, easy, it's hard for you to race, like any yeah. race, I feel like. It's just oh, like. Oh, no, I got, I Okay, when I first started, I, uh, I was doing the regular ones, doing Ruds. Uh, I was doing the improv mic, but it was mostly white people. And I had a problem. I couldn't relate because I grew up in A-Leaf. I was mostly around blacks and Hispanics and Asians. Mm. So when I first started, I was bombing a lot because the language was fucking me up. I also speak Spanish, too. So Spanish was the first language. Then I switched over to English. And in school, they held me back because my English was better than my Spanish. And I just started forgetting it. And, but it, my, in my brain... I think in Spanish first, and I translate it to English, and sometimes I fuck up the words. So that's why white people weren't understanding what I was saying. Yeah. That fucked me up. Then I started going to the black rooms, and it was a different energy. Like, I couldn't do most of the same jokes I did in white rooms because they wouldn't relate to those jokes, you know? And I was trying to figure out myself, and I was like, how the fuck do I do this? Somebody told me, just go up with energy. 
If you go into a black room, just be yourself, be confident, go up with energy, just be yourself. Started doing that, started working. I was just being myself and who I was, Hispanic dude from A-Leaf. That's who the fuck I am. Down, deep down inside, I grew up in A-Leaf. I was like, oh, I'm comfortable now. I'm myself. I can be myself. And then I started doing it in the white rooms, started working. And I was like, okay, I'm, I was trying to be somebody else. Now when I'm on stage, I just got to be myself, be who I really am to my true core, and they will relate because they're understanding, like, oh, this is coming from me. This is who I am. No matter what race. Yeah, no matter what race. Any room now, any room I go into, I'm just being myself. Fuck it. I'm just going to be me. No matter what race. If that person doesn't get it, well, fuck it. They don't get it. I'll move on to the next person. Who gets me? But it's like black audiences, like, they actually give people that aren't black a better chance like to listen to them they give a comic like they a do. pass yeah, yeah. like yeah. a black audience like a black comic like a black comic nigga they get your ass 10 seconds nigga if you ain't oh, making laugh 10 seconds they gonna start talking over your ass or yep. they gonna start looking at their phone or just you know just looking at you stupid I get so, this, I get the same shit yeah. but with Hispanic audiences if I don't make them laugh they'll be like fuck this dude yeah. and I'm like dog what the f- where the same fucking what the fuck? It's like it be your own people sometimes. I'm telling you, dog. It's wild. <laughs> you like, man. Well, well, I know one of the main things that I like focused in on early. I was like, okay, like, nigga, I'm from Port Arthur. <clears throat> like, it don't get too much blacker than Port Arthur. I went to Prairie View. That's an HBCU. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh. I know that I want to be able to translate to everybody. So that's why I appreciated Christian's tailgate so much because you saw every single race there. Yeah. It was always to me the most diverse audience out of my open mic circuit. That's why I wanted to heavily hold on to that because it's nights where I got a table full of Latinos, a table full of Asians, a table full of black people and I have to figure out how to make all y'all laugh by being me. Yep. Which is what it's going to be anyway whenever I'm like putting on a bigger stage for the world. You know what I'm saying? Like if I get something that's on TV, everybody got Netflix and click on it, everybody going to be able to relate and gravitate to, oh, he's funny because I was practicing in front of everybody. Yeah. Like that's... I mean, it, it starts to turn into an audience being an audience. It, it's just people as bodies, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but that's the best thing. And about, that's huh? That's the best thing about Houston, though, because it's so diverse. You see a whole bunch of different types of people mm-hmm. all living in one spot, and it gives you that chance to just be relatable to everybody. Uh, yep, and I think that's what helped me. Like, I could go do Russell Peters' audience and translate smoothly, just fine. So there's yeah. nothing. Shout out Russell Peters. Yeah, uh, shout out to Russell Peters. It's a legend. So now that you talk yeah, about yeah. like I, I know you met Russell Peters because you blew up on Reddit or you blew up online. Like, can you tell me like how that all started? Oh, so shit. Um I posted the little joke. I I reposted a joke on TikTok. It finally blew up. It got like six million views. I made it to where you could actually download it instead of it only being shareable on TikTok. So people started pulling it from there, sharing it on Reddit, all kind of places. I don't even know some of the fucking uh, shits that it was posted on, but I I see that shit all the time now. Uh, 
I get a random message on Instagram. I was sitting right here. Uh, get a random message on Instagram from Russell Peters. I'm thinking this is like a fake page or something. I couldn't believe it. And um, shit. Oh, you didn't think his message was real? I mean, I just couldn't believe that Russell Peters was hitting me up. Like, it was just fucking me up. He saw your vid online? So, he didn't even see it online. His brother sent it to him. Oh, shit. Because it was circulating online, and his brother sent it to him because in a group chat because they got a friend that they joke about because um, he ain't uh, know his dad or whatever. <laughs> and... Uh, Said he thought about him or something, and then he saw the joke, and he was like, oh, man, this dude is funny. And then he just, uh, like, started looking up my stuff. He started researching me and looking me up. Word. I'm sitting right here on the couch. I get a message from Russell Peters. Yo, Jeff. And I'm like, yo, is this real? That's, like, my literal (laughs) response. (laughs) (laughs) This you? (laughs) I see the verified check, but I still ain't want to believe it. You know what I'm saying? Yo, your page hack, man. Your page hack. (laughs) You said said this stuff. You said it Send me 50 on Venmo. So So then um, he's like, yes, sir. I'm playing Houston December 456. You want to work? I'm like, of course, nigga. What you mean? Shit, he's like, been watching your stuff, think you're hilarious. Sent me his number and told me to hit him up. So, shit, I stopped everything I was doing and I hit him up. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't doing shit anyway. But uh, How'd you feel at the time? Like, when you got the message, he's telling you to come through. Like, how were you feeling? Man, I was in here screaming like a bitch. I was in here. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> And I just can't hide it. I was in here doing all kind of dances and shit. Uh, so, uh, damn, my homie texts me trying to call over here. Leave seven for the show. Sorry, I my brain doesn't work sometimes. Double tasking. Uh, I call him. Um, so I hit his line. Yeah. Sent you the number. You're like, bet. Call him up. And uh, he was like, man, like your stuff and all that stuff. Uh, bigging me up or whatever. He tell me about doing the show or whatever. Yeah, I'm down, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, man, I'm also uh, planning to record a special while I'm out here. Uh, we don't know who we go sell it to, Netflix, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Um, but want to see if you'll be down for that. And I immediately just claps on the floor. I'm like, duh. Like, what do you mean? I'm happy as hell. So, damn. He uh, tell me all that shit. Give me the breakdown. We go record on Sunday. His people go send me the paperwork. I'm like, you're sending me paperwork? I'm not getting drink tickets. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm used to. And, uh, shit, he sent me the paperwork. Uh, And shit, the rest was history then. Oh, um, send me the flyer. I send him the photos and all that shit. I start posting about it or whatever. I think a week later, he uh Facetime. Uh, I was on stage bombing somewhere. Uh, uh, Bo Hernandez show. I was bombing at <laughs> Bo Hernandez show. Um, I call him back. I started to answer on stage, but I called him back, and shit. He's like, uh, I'm going to call you right back. He called me back. He's like, yeah, man, I'm over here watching your stuff, man. I was showing this guy your stuff, man. Tell me if you know this guy. He turned the phone. It said the entertainer on the phone. Oh, shit. I'm like, what? 
that? And then he was like, yeah, man, I like that one. You talk about uh, how you and that bitch doing. I'm like, this <laughs> nigga really knows my joke. Like, that shit crazy. The sad. Sad to entertain it. You know what I'm saying? The funniest thing about it, when I was telling everybody I got the Russell Peters thing, you know what I'm saying? A lot of my family, they was like, oh, man, that's cool. Who's Russell Peters? But then I tell him that he FaceTimed me with Sid, and he was like, Sid! Yeah. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> Had to be my one cousin Shit. to tell them, like, man, Russell Peters is, like, almost bigger than Kevin Hart. Like, he was Kevin Hart before Kevin Hart. Like, to get them to fully get the realization of who it was. But, just to um, understand. Yeah. Because that's just how the game is with comedy and stuff. But uh, Yeah. Yeah, shit. That's that's how it played out. Did the special and everything. Uh, it went on on location live. Uh, Were you on the special? Yeah, I was on that home. It's on Netflix, right? Fuck no, it ain't on nope. Netflix. You think I'll be here? <laughs> <laughs> I thought think, it was on Netflix. You, you, you think I'll be here, man? I'll be talking to Charlemagne the God right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> See, what do you mean, man? The next um, thing I'm putting out is uh <laughs> Nah, he put it on. So I call it the the Snapchat of uh <laughs> this is like he posted this. He ah, I'm getting my tongue tied. Uh I feel like he posted it on Snapchat. <laughs> the shit is called On Location Live. Pretty much, uh, it's available for 48 hours, and you have to order it and watch it within that 48-hour span, and uh, after that, it vanishes. You only have it for two days, and mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. It was something new he was trying out. That sounds stupid. So did it work for him? <laughs> <laughs> All right, cut. <laughs> cut. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Shit. I'm, I'm assuming and hoping so, man. I mean, because uh, it was something new. He's trying to promote his fan base. It's so funny. Look at this dude over here having a photo shoot. <laughs> he over there having a whole photo shoot with, his, uh, with them Laffy Taffy shades on. So be a stunt. Got his girl. Da, da, da. <laughs> hey, can you that post this? Keep posting on the gram for me. Yeah, that's what happened with the my boy RP Russell Peters. Shout out. Shout be, out uh, Peters. I, I, he gonna be in Texas uh start of February, I wanna say. Oh, he's gonna be doing some shows here? Mm-hmm. He has Smart Financial Center. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. I remember Russell Peters when I was a kid, back in the day. I know he was on uh Def Comedy Jam. I remember I remember he was on one of those. Yeah, Russell did, man. Russell did all kind of fucking shit. Def Comedy Jam. Uh, shit. I know the last special before this one was on Amazon Prime, I think. Yeah, he, had, he, uh, he had a lot on Netflix. Yeah, uh, he got that's, the that's joints on Netflix, watching. too. He got some YouTube joints, too. Russell got a crazy I think he was on Comedy score. Central when I was growing up, too. I saw him on there. Oh, uh, yeah. Man, yeah. Russell Peters is like the coolest fucking guy on the planet. He seems like a cool-ass dude. So cool, bro. He super seems cool, awesome. Super laid back. Man, Russell, a good dude, too. Super good dude, man. Looked out for me. I just did that out of the kindness of his heart type. You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't mm-hmm. had to do none of that for me. And he, I've heard stories of him doing stuff for a lot of people. Being around him, he's always super cool with everybody. Just, I mean, all around great dude. Can't believe he don't like Nas' new album, but <laughs> <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. Well, no, I ain't, I ain't got worried back about the new one, uh, uh, Magic. I ain't heard him say nothing about Magic yet. Nas the go, son. Nas the go. Nas. Uh, like 
I don't know. Like, after doing shows of him, has it changed your view on comedy, the way you do it, the way you think about jokes? Have Have you learned anything from him? Um, because I know you did. You said you did one in Pittsburgh recently. You opened up for him. Yeah, yeah, that was dope, man. Uh, first time I got to fly out to do comedy. Uh, Pittsburgh was dope too. Pittsburgh Improv was super dope. Cool people out there. His crowds are dope. What have I learned? Um, I've been trying to focus in on like because Russell he don't even write. He uh he he don't write like that. He uh like thought bubble, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And man, crowd work is insane. Like he's just off the dome. Just man, his off the dome is next level. Like you could just be sitting there eating with him, and he then came up with all kind of puns for crazy stuff. Like just it just flow right. Like he's a it's a processor in here. It's just like a computer comedy machine in here to just spit it yeah. i mean he's really wow quick. it's like uh that's one of the skills that i've really learned from him i mean i don't even know how to put that on myself that's just like natural ability or whatever but um i learned just like the ways to approach the business and uh doing stuff independently like him doing that special you know what i'm saying like he just did that all out of his own pocket like you know, and then I'll give it to the network. Fuck sitting there waiting for the network to do whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's at least what I digested from that. You know what I'm saying? I'll be trying to bug him with a whole bunch of weird comedy questions and shit. I, I done heard him talk on podcasts about different things. Like his one of his come ups that I could say is comparable in a sense to mine is I know that he did a special and somebody just shared his shit. You know what I'm saying? I forgot mm-hmm. what network he did the special for or whatever. Uh, somebody shared it on YouTube, and it went stupid viral on YouTube. And the next thing you know, he went from doing, like, regular little shows to, like, arenas. Because he blew up online. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Damn, that is very similar. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I'm nothing to that magnitude, but it takes stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, stuff that is necessarily – out of your control. I mean, but to your credit, you have gotten a lot better at just coming off the dome, just being up there, being comfortable. Because you're one of the most comfortable comics I've seen on stage. Like every time you get on stage, you just like, "What's up? You in it?" And like I've, from watching you work, from and then you coming up with different jokes every week, trying them out. Because you told me like Axelrod is your workout room. That's where you go 100%. Just, to, just to try out some shit, just to work, fuck around, have a good time. Yeah, because I be trying to chill out from going to open mics heavy. I don't go to open mics heavy like I used to. I mean, COVID, yeah, COVID. has a small uh, yeah. piece on it, but uh, transportation too. But uh, oh yeah, you got a car accident. I, I just be yeah, wreck. <laughs> what happened? Uh, lady hit me, man. Lady ran a red light, and she, you know what I'm saying? She. It was a fatal accident. She killed my 2018 Ultima. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? R.I.P. That's besides the point. Leather seats with grain interior. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to bounce back, though. Holla at you, boy. But, uh, yeah, Axel Red. Just, uh, that's the only place I, I could go there and do an hour if I want to. Like, that's why I be telling people, like, get your own house. Build your own house. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to this comedy shit. So you can. 
have and dictate whatever it is you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you're really good at the business side too. You've, you've, I am. You've worked it out. You figured it out. Like a lot of other comics, they're not like like you. They don't worry about the business. They're just worried about the creative. That's all comics. <laughs> yeah. I don't worry about the business enough. Like, uh, but you shoot. you worked at it. You got into you hosted your own shows. You ran your own shows and stuff like that. Other comics, you're just like, nah. I'm just gonna keep doing mics. Fuck that. Uh, yeah, because they don't want the headache of running a showcase. I remember somebody telling me like I was. Like the one comic that, because most comics like start running shows and then they start sucking, and they was like, "I'm the one comic that didn't happen." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't lose myself. With the room didn't snatch my soul from me. Like, I don't know, because you can't get lost. That business shit is hard, and just trying to be good to people, and yeah, it, it take a lot. It's a uh, Hey, I try to run my own show. I, I know. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> shit, we all have. I got lost in the sauce, baby. This brother's still over here running shows. Just had him a New Year's Eve joint. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah Tremaine. Shit is hard, though. Got your own show? <laughs> Look, you heard the first got thing you said. Got your own show. That shit is hard, <laughs> though. Shit is hard, man. Was it at Rudd's, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah, it called? Next Gen Comedy. Can you say it into the mic? Next gen comedy. <laughs> Next gen comedy, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's up and coming. I'm trying to go into like the videos and stuff now. Like I want to do collaborations with different people. So I feel like that's coming this year. Wait, how have your, your shows been? Oh, they've been good. I mean, like I'm happy that like all of them was successful. Like, every show that I did, you know, it was successful, and it was just crazy every time, because I would always be scared, like, before the show, and be like, man, ain't nobody finna come, man, like, it's gonna be, I'm a, <laughs> I'm finna, I ain't finna get no yeah. money off of this. That's or, just a comic thing. Yeah, and, like, yeah. you know, I'd just be scared the day of, like, that's my, like, anxiety, just be on a thousand. When like, I was running the show, like, uh, like, Quick Fix, same thing in my mind, nobody's coming, we ain't yeah. gonna make no money. Why the fuck am I doing this? Like, it's yeah. not going to work out. Like, every fucking time. Yeah, like, man, this is it. Like, I ain't doing this shit no more. Yeah, this, this is the last, last one. This I the know. Last it. time, last man. Last one. Tired of this shit. Like, <laughs> Straight yeah, up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't be thinking that, huh, Jeff? What? Like, the same thing. Like, oh, this shit. Fuck this shit. It's not going to work out. Nobody's going to show up. What do you mean? Every show. <laughs> <laughs> every Monday at Axelrad. <laughs> 8.05, nobody's here. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> oh, hey, y'all. <laughs> the next thing you know, 10 minutes pass, and it's like 40 people upstairs. Be yeah. Like, how the fuck? What the fuck? What were you people waiting for? Who had to set the trend? That's what I'm saying, dog. It's real bad when you got money involved for the showcases. I know this nigga tell you, it's been plenty of times, me and him both, it's, this was the night before our showcase. This nigga come to my crib. All I'm doing is sitting there playing a video game talking about, fuck, we still ain't sold no tickets. What's going to happen? Eight people? I'm going to tell jokes to eight fucking people? Bruh, that shit. The worst yeah. thing is when it actually ends up being eight fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> Those be the nights. Sometimes it ain't no glory out the story. Shit. Oof. Yeah, oh, 
really Matter of fact, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah the don't think it's glory, motherfucker. <laughs> last show I did, the last uh shit, you was there. The last showcase I put on uh, at the winery, mm-hmm. I sold one ticket, one ticket. And that was to Joseph Romero's girlfriend. She <laughs> bought a ticket. She didn't even have to pay. The rest of them was all giveaways. I had to do freebies. We still had a show. It was like, what? Uh, I think what? It was like maybe 12 people there. Yeah. I might be stretching it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was about 12, yeah. I mean, that's still an audience. You know, you can still go on stage and have fun. But it's no fun when you paying every comic, like, 40 50 bucks and you made 15 from one ticket sold so it was a l took a l but i mean shit it is what it is that's a part of the game in the business you got you got to put on the next one and see how that go i done took dubs too when i didn't deserve them you know so when i was uh doing shows at liberty there was some nights where i had to pay out the comics out of my pocket i unplugged this on accident oh shit uh no it's still good it's fine. Plug it back in. No, we got the. It's got the battery. Battery's working right now. So uh, right. as long as it's still on, it's still good. All right. Yeah. I Not was bad. just using the cord to to charge it. But yeah. So Liberty. Yeah. Was, okay. So yeah, when I was running Liberty, there were nights where like I had almost like two, three people show up and I had to pay out of pocket. I had to pay the comics out of my pocket. So yeah, it, it happens all the time. Done that plenty of times, man. Yeah. You got to make sure to pay your people. Do that shit plenty of times. And I, I'm going to pay you up front uh, majority that's, of time. That's the one thing I like about you a lot is like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> man, we on a podcast, man. We never been on a podcast before. <laughs> sorry. Uh, what was I saying? I lost my train of thought. Something I was, I don't know. I was just talking about how you got to pay people right and shit. Yeah, yeah, no. So you actually pay people and you pay them right. Because, yeah, yeah. like, with these other spots that I've done hosting for and stuff like that, I don't want to just get drink tickets. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that shit will fuck you up. If that. Yeah, if that sometimes. Oh, what am I doing this for? Exposure. Just exposure. You got this. you gotten so much better. <laughs> <laughs> Great set, man. <laughs> hey, what are you doing Sunday? <laughs> Want you to do this again for me oh, for God. free? Last week for ten dollars. Oh man, <laughs> that's the game, though, man. Gotta love the game and shit. We still, I'm nowhere near where I want to be yet. You know what I'm saying? We still got to keep fighting through this shit, and hopefully, you know, another five, ten. Maybe 20 years, we'll be all right. <laughs> so, like, after you blew up online, I remember uh, it was when you were still doing Axel Ride, but it was outside. And then people started showing up. And then while you were on stage, they kept saying, Tell the joke. Tell the joke I saw online. That's my favorite one. <laughs> almost every show I started having it. I was like, What the fuck is going on? That shit crazy. Yeah, man. You know. It ain't every day that you get to make a hit record. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It ain't every day you get a hit, baby. You know what I'm saying? We got a hit, baby. We got a hit. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That, the, that helps because I know my psyche will be fucked up a lot of the time where, like, it could be a brand new audience of people, and I'll see one comic in there that – 
you know what I'm saying, know my jokes or know something, and then I'd be like, okay, I got to do something different for this person because I want to just impress them because they already know my shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Weird, crazy shit. But uh, then you start to realize it ain't like, you know, you can't reveal the surprise again to these people. Like, I watch Dave Chappelle killing them softly, quoting the jokes, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because... And I just love those jokes, you know. Uh, so, um, yeah, you got to kind of put it away at some points, but it's, you can pull that hoe out too. It ain't nothing wrong with pulling that hoe out. I've heard you pull it out many times. <laughs> oh, yeah. I talked the hoe last night. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Of course. Because that's the one thing I see. Like everybody don't know me. That's true. Everybody ain't seen this shit. That's true. But you don't feel like once you put out a joke and it hits online, you just take that out. Oh uh, yes and no. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily you have to scrap that hoe. It depends on what platform it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, now, nah, if that was, like, my Netflix special or some shit like that, then, okay, I probably need to ease up on using that bar. You know what I'm saying? But, like. I mean, if it's your first special, I feel like you should tell it. Hmm? If it's your first special, I feel like you should tell that joke on it. Oh seen, no no I've that's seen, what I'm saying I'm I've saying seen it. other comics do that where they already have much so that's online. what I'm saying yeah. like unless it's on Netflix or something like that and put, yeah. that's when I probably will bury that hoe or some shit like that oh like, okay once it's on Netflix it, that yeah. hoe's still growing you uh-huh. know what I'm saying like it's everybody ain't heard that joke like it just went viral you know what I'm saying to a small batch community it ain't like a yeah, hundred million views or some shit like that like everybody ain't out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay. so it's still plenty of people that's going to hear that joke and be like, oh, I never heard, you know, especially if I'm traveling and shit, you know what I'm saying? Fuck it. And if they did, it's good that it's just that one joke. It ain't like it's the whole set. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't put out a whole set and they sitting there, you know. Yeah, I mean, but from that one joke, you people just show up now like at axel red you get like like you said 40 people just show up and you pack that whole out man that, that shit was happening before that though axel red is just that i don't think that should have really nothing to do with that joke or me in that sense uh that venue already just kind of had people and we just made sure to maintain it like our first night at axel red we had heavy turnouts it's freezing cold free we had good turnouts and stuff like People just was gravitating. It's just something magical about that space. Uh, but it do come a lot with the, not just that joke. It's just, you know, it. we'll go out there and bark and personally talk to every person and personally invite them up to the stairs. Like, make a connection. Make them laugh in a conversation mm-hmm. to be like, oh, we'll give this a chance. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that I feel is important. Like the customer service aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. doing that type of, like, intimate like promotion you know as much as i hate doing that shit sometimes i gotta take a shot or two before i go out there and start bu- uh, barking and yeah, shit I'm the same but, way but uh stuff like that helps stuff like that is important all that stuff um but yeah i can't just say that one viral thing uh i still don't even know all the benefits of what uh what i'm getting off of that joke or me having this shit happen to me so I'm grateful for it. Can I answer this? Uh, yeah. I'm shooting the podcast, nigga. What's up? Yeah. 
uh, the dolphin. He gonna be on the mic while he doing that shit. <laughs> Huh? Some more stuff you gotta edit out. <laughs> yeah, I gotta edit it out. <laughs> nah, nigga, like, put all this shit in here, man. This nigga speak into the mic while he on the phone. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm on the podcast right now. Put all this shit. Yeah, I'm be over there in about a couple we minutes. We maybe have ten minutes of an actual podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> man, put all this shit in here, nigga. Especially this nigga not doing his job. Nigga. This nigga not doing his motherfucking job. Oh no, I'm saying Why you got to Why you got to say that no. again? We already said we was taking that I'm out. I'm sending this to your supervisor yeah, bitch. tomorrow. <laughs> Hey, Russell Peters, <laughs> he said you ain't shit. I don't even know why you think Russell's going to watch this. <laughs> hey, you never know. This shit could blow up. You don't know? You don't know? Could be some, we could have some heat. on. We're going to drop on their ass. You don't know. Oh, Drop the beat. Or it could <laughs> get to like somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Sorry, I got faith in you, Joe. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Yeah, he just tried you, bro. He just tried you, yo. Man, this was... I mean, we've talked a lot of shit about everybody, so it don't matter. I know people, like... Some people don't understand that shit, and they get mad when you do stuff like that, like when they think that you just always just only talking about people all the time. I mean, people care about that too much, though. That's the problem. Yeah, but... (laughs) (laughs) We're on a podcast! (laughs) Bitch, <laughs> yo, he's big timing us right now. This is what he's doing. He's like, uh, I don't need to be doing this. This shit. isn't worth my time. Yeah. Here. <laughs> this is beyond me. I opened up for Russell Peters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Donnell Rollins tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you two to get out. Donnell, <laughs> Donnell tonight. Donnell Rollins. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> About to see Chappelle. He knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Chappelle show. <laughs> Chappelle show. I've never had anybody be on their phone while doing a podcast with me. So this is different. My bad, man. <laughs> shit. Both of y'all. I was, I was checking some shit. <laughs> You're working right I'm now. I'm at work, nigga. <laughs> Get out of my cubicle. Thank you, man. I yeah, can guess. Man. I guess I could just take over your podcast real quick, take and I could over. take some time and give you some kudos, man, for your hard work and efforts in the comedy scene and what you've been doing independently. You know what I'm saying, and collectively with your boy Enrique Chacon, along with myself, man. Appreciate you for all your help. Uh, Punchline Mondays. You can catch Joe. Um, this sounds like I'm getting fired right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you but can no longer catch Joe without every Monday <laughs> and punchline Mondays. I'm happy to see the growth you've had, man. The, the fact that you sitting here doing this podcast, trying to talk and, you know, learn the game, man. You've always been a willing student of the game. Um, you work hard, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you're a true Mexican. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, nah, you work hard, man. You be, you be out here doing your thing. Um, yeah, man, I I, I'm seeing the growth. I appreciate it. I appreciate um, it. Hey, Tremaine's you know. been doing his thing too. Man, fuck that. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get you black bitch. <laughs> Don't get that nigga no credit. Nah, man. Shout out to Maine, man. Yeah. Doing his thing out here, grinding it out, man. Cause, uh, appreciate it all, both of y'all, man. 
smooth jazz voice. We locked in. You Next know. gen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's been putting on some nice showcases out at Rutgers, outside of Rutgers. I just did a few shows with him, man. He always take care of his people, man. You know what I'm saying? He That's always right. uh, have a crowd willing and ready to have a good time. And, um, and it don't be just nothing but cougars, man. They actually be some decent ones in there. You know what I'm saying? Goddamn um, right. <laughs> Appreciate that, buddy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Just, just both right. of y'all, Appreciate man. Keep going, y'all, man. keep prospering, keep working hard with this comedy shit. Can't stop, won't stop. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to anybody that's watching and supporting Joe uh, Navarro because Joe Esquivel died. Uh, I'm sorry, he didn't die. I didn't uh, know who the <laughs> hell you was for a long ass time, bro, because you didn't have a profile picture. I was like, bro, I'm about to delete this motherfucker. I was like, who is this? Caught that, caught that rape case in Kentucky. Lovato. <laughs> yo, I remember you, you told that on stage to Axel and somebody came up, they were like, yo, is that rape thing real? I was like, no, it's a joke. You should have just grabbed your dick and be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I appreciate both of y'all for coming on. Thank you for the kind words. Uh, just let the audience know where to find you, Instagram, Twitter. You can find me on AshleyMadison.com. <laughs> Username Daddy Longwick. Nah, uh, shit. Jeff Joe on Facebook. Sweet Jones on Instagram. And it's spelled like Hotel Sweet. Okay? Not sweet like candy. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, Tremaine? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at uh, Tremaine Mahone. And uh, on Instagram, you can find me at uh, Maine with the jokes. That's you Maine, can find him like on the state, and uh, with the jokes. You know? And you can find him on ninety three seven nine the beat. <laughs> All right, and we're back here with another one for y'all. DJing okay. from eight to twelve. Got some smooth grooves going here. <laughs> Late night kiss one oh four point one. Late night hype for that late night pipe. Come get it, bitch. <laughs> We've got a letter from Jerry. <laughs> We out here. You. Whiskey dick and all. He's oh, coming yeah. home, baby. All right. Appreciate y'all for coming on. Tremaine, uh, tell me your real yeah, handles. Your in- yeah. Instagram. I just said Maine with the jokes. Oh, oh he did. Oh, he just oh, yeah, said yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still a little high right now. I, say, I yeah. said both of my shit. Okay. Uh, you can always find me. Instagram, the jocosity, T-H-E-J-O-E-C-O-S-I-T-Y. And, uh, Appreciate y'all for listening, and it's been a minute. Unity!